Hello, my fellow true crime fans. I'm your host, JB. And if you're returning for your weekly fix or finding this podcast for the first time, thank you so much for listening. And if you hear some loud breathing, it is not me for once. My nose is not stuffy today. The dog barking outside is my neighbor's dog. No control over that. Even though I have recorded this like seven times, just the intro to try and delete the dogs all out. We're just going to roll with it today. It is part of life. And you know what? Sometimes life is being real. And today's episode is heartbreaking. It is about a teen, his family, and some horrible deaths. Parts of the original 911 call are included. The full 911 call is linked in the description if you want to hear it. It is long and heartbreaking. We are skipping today's interesting fact and going straight into the episode. Stick around to the end to find out what happens. It's Wednesday, October 3rd in 2012. We're in Weatherford, Texas. It's about 30 miles west of Fort Worth. We're in a nicer gated community and we have a teen. His name is named Jake. He's 17 and he's been watching the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween. He decides to grab a knife and slide it into his waistband. And then he grabs a 22 revolver. Jake goes to his sister's bedroom and knocks on her door. It's late, but he tells her that their mom needs her for something. Jake then pulls the gun on her after she's out of the room. She thinks he's joking, but realizes he's not when he pulls the trigger. She rolls down the stairs, and then he fires a second round into her. Jake then walks down the stairs that she just fell down and shoots his mother three to four times. His sister is making noise and he realizes that she's still alive. He tells her he's sorry and that he would make it go away before firing another round into her head. Jake calls 911 from the kitchen after setting the gun down. Here is the first clip of the 911 call with the dispatcher. Officer County 911, where is your emergency? Uh, my house. What's the address? 152 River Creek Lane. Okay, what's the emergency? Uh, I just killed my mom and my sister. What? I just killed my mom and my sister. You just killed your mother and your sister? How did you do that? Uh, I shot him with a uh, 22 revolver. And what is your name? Jay Gavin. Some of the news articles and blogs and other podcasts say that Jake is devoid of emotion during the call. I have listened to it several times. And I personally hear someone that is in shock and coming to the realization of what he did. Jake goes on to say in the call that he has been planning the murders after watching the movie Halloween. The 
dispatcher asks about other family members, and Jake explains that his dad is out of town in D.C. One of his sisters lives across the street with his grandparents, and his oldest sister is coming home from college the next day. Jake goes on to say that he planned to kill his entire family because they were racists, and they felt like they were becoming bullies, something he was avidly against. Here's another brief clip of the 911 call. Okay, do you, um, is there any reason that you were so angry at your mother and your sister? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I wasn't, it's weird. I wasn't even really angry with them. It just kind of happened. I've been kind of, uh, planning on, uh, killing for a while now. The, the two of them or just anybody? Pretty much anybody. Jake went to a public high school for a while before being homeschooled. He was interviewed by psychiatrists and was found unfit to stand trial until 2015 after spending two years in a mental hospital. Here's one last clip of the 911 call where he asks the 911 operator if they'll give him medication. He was worried about the after effects of murdering his mother and his sister. Specifically, he was worried about the nightmares. You'll be all right, Jake. Okay? You'll be all right. I'm, I'm like, really worried about, like, you know, like, nightmares and stuff like that. Um, Are there any type of medication for that and stuff? Well, I, I think there is. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, um, the... The justice system, and I'm sure your family will get you the support you need. I don't mean to sound like a wimp or anything, but you know, this is <laughs> wow. Jake pleads guilty after he's released from the mental hospital and is sentenced to 45 years with the eligibility of parole after about 20 years. Thankfully, his family is spared a full trial and the additional heartache that that would have caused because of his plea deal. And I want to leave you with these final thoughts. That 911 operator went above and beyond, and her voice, to me, reflected incredible compassion, despite what this kid had just done. And I know 911 operators personally, And the things that they hear stick with them forever. Jake was said to be a quiet, nice kid. He is still serving time. His family is probably healing. And my question to my listeners today, do you really believe a movie could drive someone to kill? And we've heard that music can drive people to kill, but do you really believe that? Or is there something else there that could have caused him to snap and kill part of his family?
My fellow true crime fans, if you enjoyed today's episode, please slide over to that five-star review button, press it, and then share this with all your friends. And then go ahead and click that follow or subscribe button, whatever the app you're on says that it is, press it because guess what? There is a new episode uploaded weekly. And thank you again for listening. I got the Spotify wrapped for 2022. And it said that 66% of you listen to all of the episodes. And that fills my heart up. So thank you so much for listening.